Well, good evening and welcome to, to my home in Townsend, Montana. Now, I know that office isn't like very spruced up yet, and I know I'm late. Um, I just, I know a lot of things, <laughs> but um, we are here and we have an excellent show for you tonight. We have Bill London. He's joining us today. Um, I guess Betsy Johnson's out there just punching it up um, on the TED Talk scene and making quite a stir. And he, he has that story for us. He's going to tell us more about that. Um, and Kim Stark joins us, has a super cool interview with Angie McNulty. McNulty. Um, and I was just talking to her a little bit. I don't know what they're going to talk about. It has something to do with health, uh, but you're going to love it. Sarah's going to be here. Um, she's doing a motivational minute. You know those days you get up on a Tuesday after a holiday and you go, eh, I don't think I want to down today. I know I ate those donuts and my butt looks big in these jeans, but I'm not going to go do it. Um, Sarah has a little motivational minute for you. Uh, we're also going to take you to Baker County. I'm going to show you some stuff from some uh, stuff we did in Baker a while back, uh, but I think it'll be Elements Health Clubs is one of our sponsors tonight, and they love travel. Brian loves travel, so I try to put a travel piece in there for him. Uh, Chris Dental is going to be joining us as well um, as one of our sponsors tonight, and I'm going to give you a really quick little tour of the house, but first, you guys, I'm back at my computer, so we got the Bring the Lion out again. up with this but i understand um tonight on our show we're gonna have hey guys don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news there's a cost oh yeah there's a cost people come after you like i think that's why this is so much fun is because we'll see if The lion's back, Kim. It's back. I, I do love that catchy music. I will say it wasn't the same. <laughs> you know, and I don't know what that's from, but I'm probably not supposed to be using it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Don't tell. Yeah, yeah no always, one will notice. You know, I've always been one of those people who's been like, ask for forgiveness later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, me too. No wonder we get along. I'm always like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, a better way to go. Gonna hurt. Oh, you, guys, you, know, you know what you guys can do? So anyway, tonight's our Elements Night. We're going to be talking with an expert, talking about fitness and some of those kind of things that we're doing. We always do this for health. We have a question, do we? Yes, we do. And it has related to what we're talking about. Do you want to do it right now? Should we tell them? We should tell them. Well, you know what we should have people do first? Because it's kind of interesting. Somebody just put a hi from Monroe. You guys tell us where oh, you're yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, so comment in there and then we'll see where you're, in fact, you know what, we may, here's what we could do. How about putting in, like, seeing where people are from and we'll see where the most distant person is, are, you know, we, we, oh, oh, wait, we got to give a health though. We have to have a local. So it has to be a local. Yeah. But, yeah, we can't do that. It was a yeah. great idea. But put in you guys where you're from. So we can see, because people love doing this. Because yeah, and you know what? Let's, we'll come up with something where you can be from anywhere on one of our prizes. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do that. We'll put our heads together. But we'll do the question in a second. But first, Kim, I'm going to try to give you a little tour of the house. Okay? Yes. yes. Sometimes you know how the sound gets kind of funky. So I'm going right. to put it on. Um, and then I'm going to get out of my my office room, which okay. you love what I've done with the walls in my office. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some work to do. Oh, but look what's back. Hold on. 
Oh, good. Okay. We've got the get real back. Yeah. That, you know what? I love that actually. Except I want to, I need to get to take the Oregon part off probably. Um, okay. So let me see. That's if right. So we need a new shape. Mm -hmm. We need a new shape. Okay. I totally forgot. Okay. So this is my office. I like the door. Did that it's like do a it? Okay. Movie. I'm gonna go out of here. We'll see. Okay. Much better. Is it doing it? No. Okay. Now, can you hear me, Cam? Yes. Okay. This is the living room. Oh wow. Oh, wow. And we don't have our we don't have our furniture in yet. All of it. That's just right. kind of makeshift. We have a different rug that goes in here, but we can't find it. It's somewhere in the <laughs> somewhere in this storage shed. Okay. Oh wow! It, it actually looks like you have a few things already. <laughs> yeah, we do. Just a little bathroom, and then Kathy and I have our little bedroom here. That's what we're sleeping on the floor. Mm -hmm. She thinks mm -hmm. I should wait and show you the, the bathroom and all that when we're done, but I'm going to show you the kitchen. Yeah. Honey, we're going to come in the kitchen, okay? <laughs> She's just so happy to have a kitchen, finally. Oh, I love it. I love the wood, the color. Kathy, <laughs> back in the kitchen. And there's our stove thing. And I'll show you one other, two other things I'll show you. And then there's a little butler's pantry in here. That you can go in, but you got you to gotta see our garage. <laughs> you ready? Uh, I think so. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's all your stuff. I was wondering where the heck it was. Okay. Now we know. But look. <laughs> no, oh, whoa, there's carpet in the garage? I No, no my foot, my shoes. Oh, your I shoes? You I haven't had that pair of shoes on for six months. And I was so excited to put them on today. These are the little things that you oh look for. Gosh. Now, I'm going to show you our view real fast, and then Rick we'll go back and get done with yes. the show. So come here. Hey, okay. <laughs> I'll take you out on the porch here. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, okay. That's my little deck. There's the spot. See, and then it goes down here to our bedroom. So we have a little... A little patio off the bedroom. Uh, okay. And then it's got a oh. whole bit downstairs. And the reason the house is so big is because it's going to be an Airbnb, the downstairs. And yes. then, oh, check yes. out my little barn. See it? Oh, boy. That is and so that's pretty. the view. Yeah, that's really disgusting. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that, pretty, you guys. That is so isn't that cool. Gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. I love, All right. love that green. Kim, room. keep I talking, and I'm going to go in. I'm gonna go in. Get out here. We have the you doors guys, this open. This is Rick's new house. He finally got in, and it looks like a painting behind you out there. It does not even look real. That I know. So fun. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna get me out of here. I have to shut the door, or I irritate my wife. <laughs> and now Kathy can get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> We have been together a lot. She said today, we were kind of, and she said, we have been at each other's lives all the time. We're at the gym and going, you know. So, anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it's yeah. good that to be. That is so pretty. I'm so excited that you guys are there. So, um, yes. 
Let's see. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play a doctor. Well, actually, I'm going to play a, um, a commercial here, and then we're going to bring you our... Oh, wait, I'll just play the Elements commercial. Helps you get more than a workout. You get results-driven fitness and nutrition help no matter where you're starting in your journey. You get luxury club benefits like a heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy-level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of a neighborhood gym. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout. Oh, one more thing I have to show you before we get on with our show. So I went to the barber today. I got a new barber. That's right. So you found a barber. And looked at the reviews and saw the stuff. And the deciding factor was she has as many tattoos as tattoos. my old barber. So here's, this is, so it's Sessie. That's her name. Instead, instead of Jesse, it's Sessie. And um, she's super cool. She's going to be on the show. She has a really <laughs> great story. And, um, but she's as tatted as Mario. So I knew I found oh my a match, you know? Yeah. That's all that. you had to look for. So Kim, tell me a little bit about our guest tonight. And she's joining us because Sarah was going to talk about kind of some motivation on those days you don't want to work out and, and do stuff. And we're talking health and fitness today. So Angie's going to talk about motivation in general and how we stay motivated and some tips for staying motivated. And she's just a wealth of knowledge in that category. So I said, all right, Angie, we need you tonight. And she was so nice enough to join us today and talk about this. So tell us about it. Cause Rick was talking about, okay, those some days I don't feel like I want to go to the gym or some days I just can't get up and get focused on what I want to do first. So we, what do we do? We find other things to do first, right? We lollygag, we <laughs> very guilty. So you have some great tips on kind of, you know, cause you've been there, done that. And this is what you talk about. So tell us, what do you, yeah. what should we do if we're not finding that motivation? <laughs> Well, the first thing is when you first set your goal of why are you setting that goal and making sure that it is your goal and not someone else's. Uh, so like, for example, when I was wanting my husband to give up tobacco, you know, he would yeah. quit for a month or two, but it wouldn't last because it wasn't his goal. It was my mm -hmm. goal. So it wasn't yep. until he made that decision. Right. Mm -hmm. So make sure that it is your goal that you, um, have a clear vision of yes. why you are wanting to do that and make sure that's that true. you're keeping that in front of you at all times. Okay. okay. Makes a lot of sense. I, I make a lot of goals for my kids. Now I know why they don't stick with them. Yeah. Have them, have them draw pictures and post it up in their room or something. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So Angie, how do you convince you? Cause I think, you know, socially too, I think there's a lot of people who like, look, I mean, this is kind of a different, I guess, but like even with weight loss, mm -hmm. um, I think there are some people who are just comfortable being happy. If we would just as a culture, leave them alone and, and let them be who they are, who they want. And so, so maybe yeah. that's, that's interesting is we're trying to everybody work out to get this thin or this, you know, tiny or whatever. And if it's really not your goal, but it's society's goal, you'll probably right. never reach it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. I had never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point is showing that, uh, the society's goal instead of your own. So mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you do work with, with a lot of women, right? Yeah. 
I do. And how do you find this health aspect and and working out come together in terms of a healthy perspective for women in their lives and stuff? Um, what do you mean by that? Like, so, is it part of like, you know, getting your self-esteem back and, you know, you're helping people to kind of figure out who they are, what they're doing is really also having, creating a healthy lifestyle for yourself as well. Right. Exactly. Because you are a complex person, right? You're not just, um, I'm not just Angie at work or I'm not just Angie as a mom. I am a complex person. I have all different pieces of me. And part of that is health. And so when mm -hmm. you're making your goals, you also want to look at yourself as a whole person. And mm -hmm. so um, a piece of that is also our mental health. So a lot of it comes into psychology as, as well. So if you were to talk, as if we just take the health thing and set it aside, what's your big message for women that you do? people what you do because I think it's super interesting what we were talking about earlier um you, you what's your passion is I mean it's pretty powerful well, stuff yeah yeah so my passion is um really helping women to do something that they really love and get it out into the world so I was in corporate for many years and just watched people wishing their life away and I was one of them you know when's it five o'clock when's the weekend when's my next vacation it's like and all that time is just going by and you're just mm. not even enjoying the life that you've been given. And so um, when I found my passion and now I get to live that every day, my life is completely different than it was before. And so I just want other women to have that same experience. I remember one time I was sitting there thinking, I get honestly, if I'm just being real about it, I was just sitting there praying and I felt like God said to me, <laughs> um, you know, you're someday you're going to be on your deathbed and you're going to look mm -hmm. at all those Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays that you wished away mm -hmm. and that you're living for Friday, Saturday and Sunday and all those. Mm -hmm. And if you add those all up, how much more life would you actually have? And it kind mm -hmm. of stunned. I'm reminding me of that. I'm getting goosebumps kind of because I've been even with this move and stuff. I think people it just gets so you know, like get things done. So what do you, Angie, when you sit down with somebody, what's the first thing you tell them they have to do to, to kind of figure out this new step in their life? And I, I, I hope I'm, I, I know this isn't the direction of conversation. Well, no, but yeah, where do you start? No, I think that's a great, a great idea. Where do we start? What do you tell them first? Yeah. And that actually, that is where I start is what I was talking about before we do what, what is called will of life. And so we look at each area of their life and they rate it on a scale of one to 10 of, how satisfied they are in that piece of their life. And it like will what? show them. Like give, me an, you know, give me an example. Like what would be in that wheel? So in the wheel yeah. is like your finances, your relationships. As kind of, huh. Think of it as pie pieces, right? In the circle. And as okay. so as you're doing it, um, it's, you know, if your life is fully balanced, it will be a complete circle, which, I mean, we can't always be everything in balance. Yeah. But it, a lot of times there's things that are like they're rating a one or a two and then over here, it's like a eight or a 10. So they're like way off balance. It's like, okay, well, what's going on? And it really gives them a clear idea of what's happening that they haven't really thought about before. Mm. So what's the biggest area you find most people, and, and if you deal with women mostly, that's fine too, if it's mostly women, that the biggest out of balance area is? Because we, we're, you know what I mean? We're all human beings, but what is it? Is it 
what would it be? Um, a lot of it is like personal development or um, yeah. health and finances, probably. But the underlying of everything, most of the time is confidence when it comes to women. Oh. What? Hmm. Oh, tell me more. I, what, I, I, I'm sorry. You keep opening doors. <laughs> and you, you're just so interesting <laughs> because I wasn't expecting to do this tonight. But I think there's a lot of people that just <laughs> are stuck in that book where Angie's going, Kim said we were talking about. <laughs> I'm like, this does not go on my notes. <laughs> what am I supposed to say, Kim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This, uh, this happens. We get sidetracked. Sorry, we're form formal reporters. This is, right, well, this is your last question, and then you can go back to Kim's <laughs> because we got time. Um, no, so that's okay. What would you, what would that, um, what was my question? What was I saying? Oh, About the confidence. Confidence, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's Why been that interesting answer? that, and it was a surprise to me, um, that no matter what women were coming to me for, almost 90% of the time we were going to confidence. It all came back to confidence. Um, and I, I really think it comes down to that, what we were talking about before society, what has society taught us? What did, uh, what were we taught growing up? And like, if you look at the school systems, we're putting kids in a box where maybe they don't fit into a box, right? Like, and we're not teaching them to go on their strengths. We're like, well, you're kind of weak at math. So we're going to stick there in math, you know, until you get it yeah. up. And it's like, so mm -hmm. we're taught this at yep. a young age to you're not good enough. Um, you need to get better, right? We're so mm -hmm. we're always uh, that's always been spoken into our life. And so as we yep. get older, we're like, man, I just don't have the confidence to go out and, and be myself. I think that's true for men too. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I, one of my sons is, it was never good at school mm -hmm. and I think he hated it so much and they did just made it so that it was so hard. Mm -hmm. um, and then we finally, we just said, stop wasting your money and going to college. Why don't you go do something? And now he's living his dream. And yep. it's like, it wasn't that he was dumb. It's that, that, that the school's taught, here's the cookie cutter approach. And if you fit outside that, mm -hmm. then you just, you fail. And I think that's a confidence issue for men and women. Um, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And Kim, you're a teacher. So you, I'm sure. You, but, yeah. So I see this all the time. Yep. And I hear kids, well, I'm just not good at math. And well, I'm just not, you know, if you've heard it one time, it is all it takes for a kid to hear that. And then they just believe into it. So right. then you spend a lifetime <laughs> convincing them otherwise. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and for me, I wasn't, I wasn't, math is just not my strong suit. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, so I do this talking, but if somebody had said, you know, Rick, you ought to go in to just pushing and writing and talking and doing that right. and get what math you have to do. And then, you know, right. but, but you know, to be, <laughs> I had an algebra teacher <laughs> and when I ran for office, Mr. Payne was his name <laughs> and he came to the speech and I, you know, I saw him and he says, yeah, Mr. Payne. I was going, oh, well, you know, so I started my speech and said, you know, when I was in, in middle school, Mr. Payne, my algebra teacher, and he stood up every class, I said, yeah, he told me um, that I was going to need algebra. And I said, Mr. Payne, I just want to tell you, I have never used algebra in my life. <laughs> and the whole room just got quiet. And he just turned yeah. like, down like this. But it was like, you lied. I didn't need algebra. I, I need more help in writing. 
Yeah, I know. That's the hard part, right? You're hitting those requirements and then, yeah, trying to. So that's a good that's a good point, though. Focus on what you are good at. Talk to the kids about, you know, and let them express their interests and their passions. And then they're going to know what they love. They can continue that. It's funny. It's just it's yeah, it's interesting how that works. OK, well, so what's okay. the second thing? So, Kim, just a second. I want you to see this because I want Angie to understand something really important that this is here. Linda comes on here and says, wow, Rick, this is the first time I've caught you live. I guess it's a case of God working mysterious ways. I really needed to hear this. COVID oh. is my excuse for becoming lazy, demotivational, and boring. Thank you, Kim and Angie, for providing my spark for me again. Oh. Linda, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> That's why we do yes. what I do. And then Destin, Rick, we oh. They're pregnant. Oh. Congratulations, <laughs> Destin. <laughs> you were asking him. Congratulations, That is Destin. so cute. Let's put our announcement. Guys, all kinds oh, of I stuff. love it. That's why we love this all show. All kinds of stuff happens here. This is so, you know, oh, I think God. this is what it's going to be like now that we're in Townsend. It's just going to be like relaxed and weird. Yeah. So Kim and Angie, if there's one more thing you need to talk about, I'll get out of here and leave <laughs> Angie, I know. Well, that was you know, super interesting. And so Kim, go ahead and do what exactly. you Exactly. No, that's why, yeah, and I wanted to go all over the place because I don't, you know, you, what you do is, is, is unique. And also you help a lot of people and Angie has her own company. I'm going to put your um, coaching info up there for people too. Um, tell us something else about how to stick with motivation. We talked about the first thing is make the goal for yourself, not for others. That's pretty important. Right. Maybe list like maybe, I don't know, two more that are really, that are way up there for people. Um, so probably the next biggest thing is make a decision to take 100% responsibility for your life. So okay. we can get stuck in this piece of blaming others for yeah. how our life turned out when really we have more control than we think of our own life. And so taking yeah. that responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, and then mm -hmm. let's see. Okay. One more. Um, yeah. Let's pick yeah one also um, remembering that not also what, not just looking at what motivates you, but also what demotivates you. So sometimes our, like, decreasing our demotivators can be more powerful than increasing our motivators. Oh, really? So, so you mean get out that stuff that is going to cause you to, it's going to make you hinder your ability or lack of motivation, right? So you're thinking, okay, I don't want to do it. So that mm -hmm. like, I, I brought up that example of if I have a list of five things to get done, I'm going to go and do five things other than that until I start my list. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Or like, um, if we're talking about, like we were talking about health and weight. And so if you're getting on the scale every day, if that's demotivating you and being like, well, why even try um, Don't get on the scale, like put the mm -hmm. scale away, mm -hmm. right? If it's a demotivator and look mm -hmm. at what's going to motivate you instead. So just, yeah, I like that. You're out. Focusing on the other things. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what you do um, real quick with, for people, because uh, we, I know we mentioned you work with women, but what is your company? You started this out of a passion of your own because you found what you really loved and then you wanted to share that with others. So what can people do if they're looking for you? Yeah. So my business is McNulty Coaching Services. Um, it's all virtual, so I can work with anyone, anywhere. Yeah. Um, and just going off of what we were talking tonight, that there's also... Um, there's an assessment that you can take. It's a mm -hmm. Maxwell disc assessment. And so that's a really great place to figure out what your motivators are. And so that's just one piece of the 30 page report that we do. So if 
Oh, okay. wanting to learn more about your motivators, since that's what we're talking about tonight. Um, that's the link. Can I, I post people. that for people to take that? I'm sorry, what was that? Can I post that in the comments? Can people take that or do they do that with you? They do that with me. So that was that link that I sent you. It will take them directly to that disc assessment. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that would be cool to share. And we'll share your info too for people to get a hold of you um, as well. Yeah. Well, Angie, that was you. awesome. That was so fun. No, that I awesome. really appreciate that. I think because that's, I th you've got, there's a conversation going out here. And I think people are really, I, you know, because, and, and not to get, well, whatever. I always get controversial. Yeah, you, sure. um, <laughs> you know, with everything people are saying on here, COVID has not helped. The reaction right. to COVID, COVID had nothing to do with demoralizing people and taking away their confidence. But what I see in children today is what COVID has taken away from them. Is you know, it's, it's put fear in so many people and they just can't get past mm -hmm. it. And, well, they can get past it, but they're choosing not to get past it. And what you're telling me is I have to sit down and go, what's motivating my fear? And how do I get over that? How do I move, or not over it, it's really move mm -hmm. through it. You know what I mean? Right. It's, yeah. You, you mm -hmm. don't you don't avoid things because it, it just comes back to haunt you. I, mean, I have sixty almost sixty three yeah. years experience of that. Um, <laughs> you know, you push through it, yeah. and, and okay. the, the older I get, I think the less I give a damn what anybody says, and I'm gonna get through my stuff. You know, and that's the, that's the beauty of age. And I love what you're teaching <laughs> people. Um, we I think we should just have you on another time again. And just I know we need her monthly, don't we? Call <laughs> it an all about Angie night. And just <laughs> yes. But if you picked a theme Angie or an idea and we could just focus on it, it'd be super cool. I think you should think about it. I know. It. And it helped okay. promote what we're doing. But we you know, we we love that. That's what business is all yeah. about. Other businesses. But right. I love that. That would be fun. Yeah. To have a tip for us. I I, think, so didn't I, I ran into you at a, a, like a women's business networking thing uh, a did. few years ago. So random. Yeah. So over where Rick used okay. to have an office over by Fifth Street, right? So yep. funny. Yep. Well, Angie, keep in contact with Kim and me and mm -hmm. let's figure out, Kim, let's bring her back next month and try doing this once a month with something okay. and we can just focus on one particular thing and kind of teach people how to get through that. Yep. Um, that would be really cool. The month, we'll just yeah, call, her, we'll call Angie the storm beater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You won't mind, right? You'll tagline Angie McNulty, storm killer. <laughs> She's like, okay, I've earned that one, but sure, let's run with it. We'll All get right. you a little logo. Angie, thank you. Love it. Thank you. Okay, Kim, that was awesome. Good work. I know, isn't she great? I, yeah. I'm telling you, I, ra I randomly met her at your old building in Eugene. We had this little networking thing, and then I thought today, and you talked motivation. I was like, oop. I know perfect person. So we lucked well, out. Speaking oh. of motivation, listen to yes. what Sarah has to tell us. Tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. People ask me all the time, how do you stay motivated? Huh. The truth is I don't, but I'm consistent every single day, even on the days I don't feel like it. You're not always going to be motivated. You're not going to always feel like doing something. It's the same thing, right? Getting in the shower, taking your kids to school, brushing your teeth, all these mundane things that we do because we know they're good for us and they become a habit. So even on those days that you don't feel like it, try to shift that mindset. Think about, I get to do this, I can do this, I'm able to do this. So when that alarm clock mm. goes off in the morning, quit hitting snooze, count down, five, four, three, two, one, get up and go and just get on with it. Motivation will not carry <laughs> you through. It's creating healthy habits 
healthy daily choices that get you through to that next step when motivation is not going to carry you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so true. We're lucky to be able to do this. You have to think that mindset and that'll get you up. Yeah. That's the day. Yeah. She's so right. So what's mm -hmm. our question today, Kim? Oh yeah. Our question was how many people actually reach their goals? How many people who set their goals actually reach them? Um, Angie actually mm -hmm. found, we talked about this question. Um, I think you might be surprised at this answer. Maybe some of you won't be. Um, let okay, me see. How many people who set a health goal actually yes, reach it? Actually reach it. Yes. All um, right. Yeah. That's our question. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to go to a commercial from Transworld Business Advisors, and then I'll bring Bill up, and then we'll give him the answer to the question, and then we'll do Baker. But I know you have family things you have to do if we're late tonight. So I'll get that. We'll get the question after Bill. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Hold on here. Changes people's lives, don't you? Oh, I know it. I know it does. It's, uh, and I'm up front. I'm very transparent. Owning a business is hard work. Like if you, if you don't have it in you, like I'll even say maybe buying a business is not for you and that's okay. Entrepreneurship is hard. It's the, it's where all the metaphors come from the grit bootstrapping, like all that stuff comes from, you know, running a business. You, you, you can't, but when, you know, it, but when it works. Well, yeah. When it works and more often it works than doesn't, especially if you buy an existing business and we kind of go through it. We'll have a training process, everything like that. Even the sellers care about their baby that they've worked on. They'll make sure you're successful or they you can train and not, they're not going to let you fall on your face. Good evening from the News Radio, 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPW Studios. I'm Bill London, co-host of the Wake Up Call, 6 AM, 9 Monday through Friday mornings, streaming online at KPNW.com. And I have the weirdest hair in show business. That's, it's weird. And, and look, there's a clear cut that's going on. It's, it's a clear, they're just like, it started off with thinning and now it's just a clear cut. All right, here's some of the stories that we're following. Oh, yay, it's election season. And things got a little interesting in Portland over the weekend, Saturday to be exact. It was the long-delayed return of TEDx Portland, and it debuted at the Moda Center on Saturday, the 10th year of the event. First time it's been held since 2019. Thank you, COVID. But the audience became very vocally involved when the host, David Ray, introduced a surprised guest that wasn't expected to be on the schedule. And that surprise guest was unaffiliated candidate for Oregon Governor Betsy Johnson. The event was supposed to have 15 speakers and six performers. Johnson was not one of the announced participants. And after a few questions by Ray, members of the audience started screaming at her to address her stance on guns. And unlike many of her former Democratic colleagues, Johnson has largely opposed additional gun control measures in Oregon. So as the audience shouts continued during the TEDx interview, Ray stopped and gave Johnson the floor to deliver a reply. Now, she reiterated a lot of the points that she's talked about in the past, describing the gun debate as an ideological morass. And then she started talking about mental health. And I'm going to quote her directly. This is what she said. She said, I think we have so divided on this debate on gun, 
no gun, that we're losing track of some of the stuff in the middle ground. And that stuff in the middle ground is we have, by any definition, a shitty mental health system. Her words. Now, that comment was met by cheers and applause. But these same anti-gun members of the audience continued to try and shout her down. Johnson then said that local parents and communities need to decide how to make schools safe for kids, as opposed to the legislature, which actually drew some applause. She returned to the topic of mental health, and then her subsequent comments on guns brought a chorus of boos from the anti-gun folks in the audience. She said, people in this country are going to own guns. The style of the gun does not dictate the lethality. Then TEDx afterwards, because of whining anti-gunners, sent out an apology saying having a potential political candidate for public office on stage wasn't the right decision. We apologize for the error in judgment. And Johnson then sent out a statement that said, while the vast majority of people were supportive, a few folks tried to shut down productive dialogue. She said, that's unfortunate but I remain undaunted. Well, Oregon's public sector unions are pushing a ballot measure that would limit the ability of minority parties in the legislature to use walkouts to block legislation. Democrats and Republicans have used this tactic in the Capitol to try and thwart the agenda of the other party. It's been used most by the Republicans in recent years, even though Kate Brown led a Democratic walkout when she was in the legislature. Anyway, under this new proposal, a lawmaker who is marked unexcused by a chamber's presiding officer 10 or more times in a legislative session would be barred under the state constitution from seeking re-election. Um, backers of Initiative Petition 14 have submitted 183,942 signatures to the Secretary of State in his 1,400... Uh, 1, 149,360 of those signatures uh, from registered Oregon voters to actually make it on the ballot. And because of the proposal's reliance on unexcused absences, the law puts a lot of power in the hands of the House Speaker and the Senate President. A federal appeals court denied Oregon's request to blow up a class action lawsuit over the state's handling of COVID-19 in prisons. The ruling could ultimately lead to payments to those who caught COVID while they were in the pokey or damages paid to family members of dozens who died behind bars that had been diagnosed with the disease. Michael Crone, special counsel to the attorney general, said we're disappointed but we're prepared to litigate the case in trial court. Now, in April, a U.S. magistrate judge, Stacey Beckerman, certified the lawsuit. The state appealed that decision to the Ninth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals. They denied the appeal. They upheld the Beckerman ruling. The decision is thought to be the first ruling of its kind in the nation where a federal judge has signed off on allowing imprisoned people to sue for damages over a state's pandemic response, and it opens the door to a potentially massive liability that could cost Oregon taxpayers millions of dollars to resolve. 
More than 5,000 people tested positive behind bars for the virus. 45 people in the Department of Corrections custody died after having been tested positive for COVID. Well, for the first time since 1980, Oregonians have voted out a sitting member of Congress in a primary. Jamie McLeod Skinner, a progressive Democrat from Central Oregon, successfully ended the congressional career of Kurt Schrader, a moderate Democrat from County uh, from Canby, beating the seven-term congressman in the Democratic primary for the fifth congressional seat. Now, Jamie McLeod Skinner will face Republican Lori Chavez DeRamer. The former Happy Valley mayor won a five-way primary with around 43% of the vote, beating out former energy investor Jimmy Crumpacker, who received 29% of the vote. Portland's old town, uh, old town homeless village is permanently closing. Multnomah County officials say All Good Northwest, its services provider, decided they wouldn't continue running the site. Why? Well, because, according to the director of the nonprofit, Andy Goble, he says because of daily and nightly gunfire and gun activity in the area, he says it's just too dangerous. And that decommissioning then has a problem attached to it. And that is, it raises questions about a dozen existing and planned officially sanctioned homeless villages throughout the Portland area. All right. Well, there you have it. This look at the news has been brought to you by whoever it's been brought to you by today. (laughs) Who is it? Rick will tell us because he's going to roll us with realness right now. Get to rolling with the real Rick. All brilliant. Every time I think he's going to run out of things to say. (laughs) So Jamie McLeod Skinner is a really super neat lady. Um, I'm friends with, I know her, but I'm friends with her partner. Um, oh, okay. for years. And um, she's just, and, and this is not taking away from her. She's really good. She's done great things. Uh, we don't agree on some things. I mean, we're not in the same political sphere, but, but it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. she's, she's an awesome person. But what really killed Kirk Schrader's career was the Democrats got pissed at him and they redrew the lines in his district um, to give yeah. more power to the other people. And uh, that's what screwed him. And the Democrats mm. all know it. Kurt knows it. Nobody oh. talks about it. But that's yeah. what, the, and that's what redistricting does. They stay, they fart around with it. So, and if you're, if you're, if you're on the bad naughty list, then you know. And Kurt's been around forever. And I don't agree with hardly anything he does. I'm not sticking up for him at all. Yeah. Um, but it, it's the same thing that happened with a who is the lawmaker? There's a state lawmaker too. For our area, and I can't remember who it is. If somebody out there knows, with the redistricting, the same thing. Yeah, and, and he, they got mad at it because he actually said, "Hey, I think you should be doing something different," and and that was his punishment. Oh, right. They redistrict him right out of his his Senate seat, or his I don't remember what it was. I can't remember. But and yeah. if I was younger, I'd remember the name. But um, one yeah. other, I'm not going to run the Baker story tonight because we're running long, and I got too, yeah. we got too much other fun stuff. To finish. Yeah. About. But I, did you see the, the billboard Dr. Bratlin put up? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay, so here it is. Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, <laughs> you guys rock. Hashtag free speech, and there's his little bald head on there. Um, <laughs> you know, I tell you what. You know, I'm I don't care about Elon Musk that much, except for he has created um, Starlink, a really great resource for. Um, um, 
people in rural countries, people yes, in rural countries, it's a satellite service. I don't have it yet, but um, I can get it if I needed it. But it's, it's mm -hmm. really to bring rural America onto the scene, give them a voice. And yep. I love what he's doing in terms of Twitter, just pissing them off. <laughs> I mean, Joe you have Rogan. to admit he's brilliant, like him, like him or not. So, well, yeah. And, and Joe Rogan, um, I love so that guy. You know. Well, and he his viewership just goes up all the time. Well, yeah, yeah. and then who and so, so anyway, I posted that picture, and you should have yeah. seen all that, you know, oh, that dumb. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm so sick of in this country is people who are jealous of rich people. Oh, go to hell! If you're so lazy and you know, and you can't go do your job, um, these are people that yes, they had rich parents. Oh, I don't know if Joe Rogan did. Um, yeah. You know, has some wealthy parents, but they still right. made their own way. And, uh, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so these people, none of these people were belittling him for what he's doing on Twitter. They're just saying oh. they hate him because he's a billionaire. So, oh. so is that hate speech? If you hate people because they are a billionaire, but yeah. you know what's so funny? And I pointed out in my comments, yeah, you guys support multi-millionaire lawmakers who are right. making horrible decisions, but you don't. And, and what I love about Musk on this one too, is that old Musk creates the Tesla, which yep. is the Marty Wilde. Somebody came in. Yeah, it was Marty Wilde who lost his seat. Oh, okay. Um, I would not have his seat Because he wasn't, didn't play like a good Democrat. And so they, you know, you're not a good Democrat. They throw you out the door and they redistrict yeah. those districts and they lost it. But anyway, so here's Elon Musk and he creates this car that they, oh, I'm virtue signaling, I'm driving my Tesla. And now all of a sudden he's, he wants free speech and they go, uh-oh, now what do I do? And yeah, everybody will buy his car, but then they don't, exactly. When you made him rich, I mean, you bitch about him being rich and you helped make him rich. Yeah, you bought a car he made, so. I know oh, it's such it's such a it's such it's so hypocrisy. It's just yeah. hypocrisy over the top. That's so anyway, the bottom line. Yep. I think that the, there is a change coming in this country. I think people are done with it. Just tired of the hypocrisy. Yes. And, and you can come on and scream at me and you can make all your little comments and poke your little, you know, be like a little junior high person and write Ricky Ganter's a fucker and I hate him. But it doesn't hurt. I don't care. The bottom line is you're a hypocrite. <laughs> you're yep. paying for the very guy to buy Twitter and drive you're driving his car. <laughs> yep. Yep. I just, yeah, I just love when people can actually have a conversation. That's why we have fun doing this show. So you guys want to open it up? Yep. And they get federal tax credits yep. <laughs> to, to, to make the car. So there you go. You have somebody sleeping with somebody so they can get something. So you get something and then you put <laughs> back in. And then he buys Twitter. It's like, it's it's a very yeah. Thing, I think uh, Kim of a cluster. <laughs> it is. It does. It should be in under that word. It it should. Yeah. Yep. Hey, thank you. That was such a good interview. I really that appreciate was so it. fun. She's great. I I love her. Your idea of having your come. Oh, did anyone get our question? No, no and I think we okay. forgot to tell them what they want because we've been so excited about that interview. So we'll bring it back. We'll bring uh, it back. Yeah, we'll do we'll it again. It so somebody okay. can get in there. But we forgot. We to had a lot them. going on tonight, so it's okay. We had a, a ton going. Oh, somebody put up her um, information here too. Yes. Uh, um, oh, she. Oh, good. Okay. You so did yeah, that's a, here's a big fan. Yes. So Kim will be back on Thursday. I will be here tomorrow night at five o'clock. Okay. And we will have much, much more. Um, thank you for the great. Uh, show i appreciate your work and i'm sorry we were a little bit late that was ricky's call nope. 
It was great. Yep. We're excited to see you in the house. This will be fun. Oh, so you guys share this on your page, if you will, just take it, share it right now. It'll go right on your page. And then people, so there might be somebody out there who's struggling with their confidence level and they see that interview with Angie and they go, God, yeah, this is yeah. not bad. Yep. This right, is we'll see you later, man. You need. Bye. All right, you guys. So share, share, share. That's David Mary. Your parents said to share, but you should share. <laughs> Have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow night. Um, and I will, uh, yeah, we'll see you from Townsend, Montana.